Joey sometimes wondered, had Australia been a good move? God, yes, had it ever. Sure wasn't it all blue skies and sunny days, he thought, and weren't the people just the best of crack, even the bosses? There were no bosses in Ireland would give you the steam off their piss, but sure Macca there was all right. Hadn't Macca been the greatest lately, even after all the bother with Shauna? Wasn't Macca the first to say, Take some time, Joey, get a right? No, Australia was the lucky country all right, and wasn't it the best of places to be raising young Marty? It was a million miles from Ireland, and talk of banshees, and little old women with shawls and wispy beards, who would only be scaring the bejesus out of the boy. Joey took the trailer to be washed before the afternoon smoker with Macca and the men from the transport section. The cab was hot inside, and the wheel felt like it would scorch his palms if he didn't spin it quickly enough. Driving a trailer filled up with iron ore day after day mightn't be the best job in the world, he thought, but it was a regular wage, and there was a lot to be said for a regular wage in this day and age, was there not? Driving the trailer mightn't be the highlight of his thirty-four years, but it had bought them a grand enough house, and it had kept Shauna from sitting at a checkout or behind some counter or other. The family were looked after. Marty especially wanted for nothing. Money was being set aside for his education, and Joey was proud enough. The boy had a brain on him, and if he were raised right and there was money enough for an education, then there would be a fine job waiting for him when he was ready. Who could want more than that? When the water from the hose hit the trailer, there was hissing and steam raised off as the splashes evaporated. It was a blinder of a day. Even the corellas that flew in from the bush were too hot to scratch about for a feed, and sat hidden under branches and leaves in the gum trees for a bit of shade. The air seemed to hum when it was this hot. It was as thick as soup to walk through, and the light played tricks on your eyes, making the road and the paddocks and the trees quiver like they were about to disappear in a shimmering mist. On days like this, Joey sometimes thought how different his life had become since he left Ireland on that wet May morning in 1968. He remembered his first job at Gleason's Bakery in Kilmora, and the days spent carrying the flour in and the bread out, the faces and the air as white as a maggot, the men opening the windows and hacking out floury spit to the street, the pigeons below pecking away at it. He'd felt grand the day Gleason had shown him the door. Wasn't the job only a favour to his father, the mighty hurling player Emmett Driscoll? He felt glad to be turning his back on the pair of them. Bitterness was all he felt for his own father. Bitterness and hatred was what he'd been made to feel. It could never be that way for Marty, he'd make sure of it. Joey had nothing but a pile of desperate memories left over from his own childhood, which in darker moments would come back to haunt him. 
was always the way of it. The darker things looked, the more he remembered. It was at the core of him. He could still see his father now, the whole family living in fear and awe of him. Mealtimes held in silence, in case a noise tipped him into rage. Joey could only have been about the age of Marty himself when he brought the whole family close to despair. His sister, Megan, younger still, had appeared at the dinner table in tears. She was covered head to toe in muck and carried a stench that made the room seem suddenly emptied of air. Emmett stamped his fist on the table, swearing before God he had been pushed beyond the beyonds this time. What is this you're bringing into my house?